This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everyone, this is Tommy Mooney. Just wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Come on, you horns. Hello, you there, boy. Me, sir? Yes, you, my good fellow. What day is today? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day, of course. Christmas Day. I haven't missed it. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Santa. And I'm an elf. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> there we are. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. When the casting was done, I was at the back of the fucking queue. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Wonderful. Are wonderful. Are we, are we all very Christmassy? Are you Christmassy, Carlos? Well, I'm, I'm not drunk yet. Are you not? It's, oh. It's not, no, not, I haven't quite hit the full Christmas day. What is your yet, um, what is what is your tip of the choice at Christmas? Please don't tell me it's disco piss. Please tell me you move on to something no, a little bit more no, seasonal. No, no. Yeah, everything. I think everything. I, I do love a Bailey's at Christmas. Oh yeah, a Bailey's at Christmas goes down a right treat. I tell you what, Audi. I don't do eggnog. Oh do eggnog. eggnog. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not sure about that. Don't do that. Audi are doing a range of sort of Bailey's type drinks, uh, and they're doing a tiramisu one, which is banging. It's, I think it's six ninety nine. It is wonderful. I wholeheartedly. <laughs> that, means that means that means you've sunk a bottle already, haven't you? Let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> what everyone needs to know on Christmas morning. This is the thing you could have bought. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, right, no, yeah. it was ah, no. You could have it at New Year. Why not? It'd be nice at New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, your your drink of choice at Christmas. Whatever's going, really. Um, I think I think like a lot of people, we 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 start 
start with a with a bit of a bucks fizz going on, mm, which yeah. is obviously alliteratively a nightmare potentially to say. Yes. Um, but <laughs> but it's kind of yeah, yeah, it's basically just just a way of justifying drinking absolutely anything um, you know, from from the get go, and then it's a it's a selections of wines and you know occasional beer and just Lovely. keep going until warm oblivion welcomes me to its That's warm it. embrace. That's exactly it. Hello, Andy Collins here, star of Stage and Screen, Panto in Aylesbury, and of course, BBC Three Counties Radio. Just want to wish everybody at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes a very Merry Christmas and have a wonderful New Year. And here's to a 2024 that's brilliant for the audits. Lots of love, and for the final time this year, Backman, you are allowed to catch it, you know, Daniel. Lots of love all. Bye-bye. Decoration-wise, I, I believe you're you're going for the, the sparse look, Peter. You, you've let slip previously that you go for the sparse. <laughs> yes, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah nightly. Mini, min, minimalistic. Is, is minimalistic look. Yeah. Yes. At, at the moment, I'm currently having a fight with, with my family who feel that some form of commemorating the, uh, the day would be good, whereas I think no tree is a really, really good idea. No tinsel and no anything. As you guys know, I managed to fall out of the loft uh, a few years back. <laughs> <laughs> on the day before I was supposed to go back for you know to work, you know that that horrible time, and I was kind of basically go up a up a step ladder, not a step ladder, a kind of a concertina ladder that we had at the time. For some reason, I hadn't bothered fitting a loft ladder. Uh, needless to say, I have since and went up, <laughs> uh, went up it, came down, crashed like a pissed giraffe. The thing did, and I came down with the elegance that <laughs> only a man of certain level of tonnage can. And it's uh, yes, it wasn't good. Since then, I've been highly resistant towards Christmas and all of its uh, all of its trimmings especially insul related do not scratch your baubles that's what I say I'm uh, I'm assuming you're expecting a visitation from three spirits on Christmas Eve then and uh, a small boy to be outside your window Christmas day going <laughs> you boy what day is it <laughs> well it's Christmas day Mr Remnant <laughs> It's like, I don't, I don't know. I hope you're looking forward to the visitation of a small boy on Christmas Day. Uh, no, Milan, I'd like to plead not guilty yes, on all charges. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have got a T-shirt which does say Bar Humbug, which I have worn on uh, I, on, on previous. Let's all wear funny Santa, you know, kind of uh, Christmas, Christmas jumpers. And I've gone, no, fuck off. Here's a big T-shirt which says no. There are, two, there are two kinds of people in this world, though. There's people that, I mean, if I'm right, Justin, just up the road from where you're currently sat, mm. there's a person that owns a house that has their lights on pretty much all year round. <laughs> You've seen it, yes. He doesn't tend to take them down <laughs> till February. They're <laughs> still on. Yeah. Why is he on? No, no, he seems to, he, no, he, he just brings them down when he feels like it. I'm still feeling Christmassy, so my lights are still up. Either that or he is incredibly lazy. Yeah, there is someone on my road who has no idea about when to take his decorations down, but uh, hmm. there we go. I, I've had a um, I've had a personal battle myself this year with uh, Mrs. James, who was adamant that we would get a um, a real tree, oh. and I reminded her about yeah, and I reminded her about the time that we had a real tree, and it it basically fucked my life up for <laughs> about six months because I was finding pine needles in you know yeah. all sorts of places. Yeah, mainly um, the back of the car is where I tend to find yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, in August. You go, well, they're very brown it, now. Um, yeah, I, I was removing it from the house and I got to the front door and it hadn't dropped one pine needle. I was like, right, this is it, final push. So we went through the door and I ended up with what can only be described as a large stick because the rest <laughs> of it stayed in the fucking house. So, I, I yeah, it's so, not for me. 
Hello everyone, this is Kev from Where's Kev. Just want to wish all the listeners and everyone beyond the scenes at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's from myself and also my fellow Baggies fans. Boing, boing. Are you artificial tree again this year or have you got a real one? I have artificial. Yes, no, I've artificial. Yeah. It's the only way to be. Yeah, I've got an artificial one and Peter hasn't got anything as of yet. And it might be a bit late now, no. anyway. Really, if you haven't. So, uh, do- donations for Christmas for next year, maybe we should start up a little campaign for Peter that people can donate oh. decorations to his house. <laughs> Perhaps we could give out his address. Decoration post- aid. Decorations. <laughs> yeah, you can post a pine needle through his letterbox. Excellent. Yeah, we we had a real one a few years back, and and I I, I kind of had that argument, and many, many people will have done this with, with with their life partner, and any any kind of argument or debate gets to a certain point of kind of shithousery where you, you you don't care the fact that actually it'd be easier for you. to to take it out and kind of get rid of it and dispose of it until around June when you when you've got this 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 twig in a pot plant basically um, sitting there and you're going well I told you that would happen I told you that would happen and you still haven't taken it and I've mentioned it and it, 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 it becomes like some kind of strange stakes poker and finally needless to say I end up taking the twig down there yeah. and you're down there you're throwing this thing in the where's it, where's it go and needless to say there's another three blokes down there who finally also yeah. lost their Christmas battle over six months of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the only thing that's needless your tree is as well by that point I imagine oh but um tish Absolutely, good work in there. I like that very much. Hi, everyone. Paul Robinson here. Just wanting to wish you all a very merry Christmas and a happy new um, year. What was it yeah. being, being one. Christmas? Uh, I imagine. I imagine this is going to be another segue here that we do get the odd Watford gift for Christmas. Now, over the years, I've had Watford socks aplenty. I've had. You're uh, a sock fan, though, aren't you? I like you a sock. Are, you are a fan of a novelty sock. I like a sock. Yeah. You have, you have mentioned. You have mentioned being upset at the price of FAE socks London and also socks. London. London Transport Museum socks as well. I am very so upset you by like, those prices. You like a colourful sock. Yeah, yeah. I've also also uh, used to get a calendar, which was uh, most of the players had gone by the time you got to September. You go, oh, he don't play for us anymore. Oh, he don't play for us anymore. <laughs> and, uh, you know, occasionally I'd get a Watford top. I, I did, I think when I was 13, I got a Watford tracksuit, uh, which had that white yellow stripe down the side with Umbro written up it or something, I seem to remember. And uh, I, I did find a picture, or someone gave me a picture of me wearing that recently when I was about 13 which i i may share i may not it depends on how many drinks i've had um, i think you should share but the thing is now here's the thing <laughs> i'm actually pictured with popular 80s comedian jimmy cricket in that photo <laughs> <laughs> see now i'm not now i'm not keen on sharing it what was Jimmy Cricket saying? What was his catchphrase? Yeah, come here, come here. Do you remember him, Jimmy Cricket? That was it. Oh, yeah. I, I remember him. Yeah. Jimmy Cricket would say, come here to 13-year-old boys in football kits. Nothing could go nothing wrong there. Could, nothing could go wrong. And now I think, I'm, obviously, this isn't being recorded video-wise, so I feel I feel comfortable sharing this perhaps on uh, on, yeah, on the camera. This is space. It, well, is it a safe space? You see, this is what I want to know. This is what I want to know. Hang on a minute. You, you just uh, hang on. Oh, I think it's here. Sorry. You're just going to hold a photo, a camera up to the phone. Here we have no, no, this no. expensively purchased <laughs> piece where you can actually attach it and show it to us digitally. He's just sticking his yeah. here we go. phone up. Down. So there is me in my oh Watford tracksuit with Jimmy down, down Cricket. 
there. Jimmy Cricket. There's me in my Watford tracksuit with Jimmy Cricket. There you Look go. That would have been about 87. Got lots of hair. Look yeah, at I did, that. I did have this, lots of hair. This yeah. pose, people. Trust me, you have seen it reenacted on Crime Watch many times. <laughs> leaning it's, again. Uh, I was leaning. I'm, every photo I'm leaning, someone put it out to me. Yeah, they said you're yeah. a leaner. I'm leaning. So, uh, what? what oh, well, last year, of course, I got the Lego ground, which uh, really infuriated me. Have you actually... Oh, yeah, I have, but I took it apart about four times going, this fucking rookery end still isn't fitting. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, especially I'm, joyous there. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly sure that almost every parent, when they discover their young child of, of whatever age, be it, you know, eight through to 15, whatever, um, has become a Watford fan in and around November, go, oh, Christ for that, because it solves all problems. <laughs> yes. Because, of course, you alone, you can go along to the Hornet shop or indeed buy online now and buy it. Any number of pieces of shit with uh, <laughs> Watford attached to it, and just go there. You are. I remember when I was about—I I must have been eight because I go into it. So eight or nine, something like that. I got so much Watford stuff for Christmas. It looked like the Hornet shop had thrown up on me. Basically, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It was—it was a bag. I had uh, what, what the the Watford in like Times New Roman with a scarf weaved through it was one of the little logos that, yes, that yes. GPT got as well as various things, and I, I had a both a red and a black jumper with the Watford logo on it. And I wore this thing like, you know, religiously. It was just like, it just came with me. And I had t-shirts and, you know, and honestly, it was just joyous, just opening something up and you go, oh, so it's, it's a T-shirt or it's socks. And then you'd see Harry the Hornet beaming back at you and it just changed everything. Yeah. Here I am, 53. That hasn't changed. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> socks. Ooh, look. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Hartford Why socks. Not? Yeah. I, yeah. I, if I refuse to grow up, who's to argue with me? I had, to, I had to lend a pair of my Watford socks I got for Christmas once to someone who didn't have any socks at a wedding and he was a Tottenham fan and I said, look, I've only got these. And he went, I'll have to wear them then. So he was wearing Watford socks at a wedding and he was a Tottenham fan. So that gave me a little bit of joy. Did you have other socks or was this your way? I did. No, no, I had other socks, but I wasn't telling him that. Putting bad medicine on the wedding. Well, to be fair, he wasn't getting married. He was just a guest, but I couldn't have him walking around with no socks on. So I went, it's these or nothing. And he went, I'll take those then. Thank you very much. Um, Warm feet. Yeah. Uh, Anything in your stocking, Carlos, Watford-related over the years that you've... um, Pardon? Um, (laughs) Yeah, just, like, bags and stuff. Stuff for school. I remember getting, like, pencil cases and 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 stationery and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. they they just get broken by dickhead Arsenal supporters at my school. But, um, yeah, that was it. That was it. It's just stationery and stuff like that. But you can... um, My son recently has now... That's his now go-to Christmas stroke birthdays. He cannot fail if he if it's got a Watford badge on it. So uh, yeah, just that real real boring stuff there from me. Hi, I'm Alec Chamberlain. Just wanted to wish everybody a very merry Christmas and a promotion win in 2024. Come on, you ones. Can I ask a question? And this is probably departing slightly from simply the Watford exclusive level of uh, of, of tax that you can purchase. But you know the the pencil case, the ruler. Yeah. Can I ask about the word shatterproof? Because oh, yeah. it seems to mean something different to the people who produce shatterproof rulers and indeed protractors and anything. Like, oh no, this is shatterproof. What do they think that word means? Just to mean to me, it means really. Is it? Oh, let's test it. 
Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, it's, uh, it was, what a marketing <laughs> ploy this is. I suspect yeah. they meant if you dropped it on the floor, not if you bent it in a vice. I think there's probably, you know, limits to the shatterproofness. But what well, was uh, the... I reckon anybody who was making general geometry-like kind of things for school went, well, hold on, let's sit down and work this out. Right, so how many are kids from, are there in the world? people are from the north, are they? They, they, they clearly are, and you'll okay. understand why, because it's a devious marketing contact kind Even of idea. It says about Oxford on the case. Oh, right. yeah. how, how many how many rulers do you think somebody would be buying for a, for a, for a school? So, well, they'd be at school for, you know, primary years, that would be you know, five or six, and then, then they go to senior school. So that, that one shatterproof ruler would see them through about 16 years. Shatterproof, you say? Yes, it won't break. Right. And what about if it shattered on contact with paper? Yeah, I mean, those fucking things. Be, I must have had hundreds at school. Devious yeah. bastards. Well, what, what was the great shatter rulers that came before that, that they had to come up with these shatterproof ones, but they just exploding in <laughs> classrooms, kids losing eyes and stuff. And <laughs> oh, he's back really at Matron again. He's back at Matron with a bit of ruler in his head. Oh, you need a shatterproof one, Dave. That's your problem. You, you expect it to be the kind of glass that, that you know, that when they say do not break glass on, yes. on like alarm. Yeah. So at school, yeah, yeah. the first thing you've got to do is test whether or not you can do that with a knuckle. <laughs> By the way, the answer is no, you can't. Um, another trip to the A&E. That's the kind of... That's the kind of thing you want they've got the shatterproof and the break glass for entry they got all of those the wrong way around clearly. yeah yeah well done schools well done schools hi this is uh, dave from forever bristol city podcast i'd like to wish all of the do not scratch your eyes listeners a very merry christmas and every good wish for 2024 a big question for me and something that we talk quite regularly about on the podcast food Christmas dinner. Yeah, and Boxing Day as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And Boxing Day as well. What is acceptable on a traditional Christmas dinner? Because there's a few people out there that have started messing with that side of things and and putting stuff on that shouldn't be on there. My missus being from up north, red cabbage. (laughs) The fuck are you doing with red cabbage? I'll tell you what we could do, right? We could build a plate. We all take it in turns to add an item and then it's a yes or no whether it goes on, right? Oh, this is a game. Yeah, so... See, I'd, I'd be adding red cabbage. I like red cabbage. Okay, so we'll start... We'll, yeah, hang on, well, hang on. Well, so we'll start with a plate, right? And you're Hold on, you're saying I have to wait or can I upset Carl straight away? No, no, you can upset Carl straight away. So we'll start with a plate. Carl's bringing red yeah. cabbage. You're saying yes. Carl's saying no. I'm saying no. So no red cabbage, right? Thank you. Oh, say, democracy. Well, you see, yeah. I like democracy. Yeah, it works. Democracy, it does work, yeah. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll happily go next with sprouts. That's a no from me. That uh, No way from me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say no. Oh, excellent. So all three of us, we know for sprouts. Right, okay, Peter. So far, we're going fucking hungry. Yeah, we are. No cabbage, no sprouts. Okay, Peter. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be pigs in blankets. Surely. Yes. 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 I mean, I I know it's obvious, but the thing is, for me... Yeah, (laughs) the thing is, pigs in blankets, when people go, Christmas dinner, quote, unquote, and all the trimmings, Fuck all the trimmings. Give me acres of pigs in blankets. That's my definition of trimmings. <laughs> Basically, to be honest with you, you can hold the Christmas dinner if the pigs in blankets are plentiful. Just saying. Right, okay. So, so far we've got a plate with some pigs in blankets. Pig, <laughs> pig, <laughs> pig, uh, Basically, go right. figure. Carlos. Stuffing. Stuffing. Oh, it's a yes from me. It's a yes. It's got to be a yes, Peter. 
it's very much a yes. Oh, the question, the question, the question is, the question is, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You see, the thing is, you know where I'm going with this. It's, it's got to be the pork stuffing, you know. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, sausage okay, meat. Yeah, yeah. Asian onion, mm, but actually yeah. sausage meat. Because obviously it complements the already very porky-based sausage. <laughs> yes, we've got a very porky <laughs> dinner at the moment. <laughs> There's very little seasonal about this yes. so far. Excellent. Just, this is like heartburn on a plate, what we've got here so far. Okay. Yes. Uh, right, okay, so um, potatoes, obviously, but one I probably wouldn't want on there would be mashed potato. No, not mashed on there. It's got to be like the, the old roasties. Yeah. It, it's got to be roasts. It's got to oh. be roasty. You can you can have mashed potato, uh, but you won't be invited back again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so roast potatoes, pigs in blankets. Can I just say, though, can I just say, though, mashed potato and, uh, you know, sausages with gravy, just to carry on the sausage thing, a fine dish. Indeed, okay. possible dessert. Who knows? Carry on. <laughs> dessert, right. Who's next? I think it must be, it must be you, Peter, next, I think. Must it, must it, really? I think it must. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put forward, for consideration by the jury, we've done potatoes, we've done roast potatoes. What about the fake potatoes in disguise that everybody picks up and goes, oh, that looks a nice potato, but no. It's a parsnip. parsnip. Love a parsnip. Parsnip is a yes for me. Yeah, a, I love a parsnip. It's a yes from me, Peter, I'm afraid. It's parsnips, a, yeah. It's I'm sorry, far fodder. Oh, parsnips <laughs> are in. My, my vote is not needed. But they are, don't they? They basically hide in plain sight. They do. Um, they're, very, they're very much the Jimmy Savile of your roast dinner. Unless you are. get the thin, taily bit, in which case there's a bit of a giveaway there. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yes, yes. Who's it Who's it now? Is it you, Carlos, next? Well, it's, yeah, we've got no... We haven't, oh, it's we haven't me, is it? Much. Is it you? Yeah, I probably want to talk some much meat on this. Yeah, some protein. Yeah, yeah. So, well, let's go. I've done nothing but put pork on the dish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about non-processed protein then. Uh, uh, I mean, so I will go with turkey. I mean, it's as dry as you fucking like, but it is traditional. That's the problem. Yeah, Yeah, turkey. But what would you have as an alternative, though? Because turkey, no one really likes it, do they? Does anyone like turkey? It's one of those things that you eat because it's Christmas Day. Because I don't eat turkey any other day. I don't either. No, no, not me. No, no. Uh, chicken, yes, but no, not turkey. But I would like to throw out a cheeky gammon. Oh yeah, what cooked well. in coke? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's so we've got to have jello. turkey because it's Christmas. Yeah, so we have to. So have you turkey. throw you throw three quarters out away though. That just goes in the bin or to the cat. Well, I cu- I curry it. I, I stick. Fucking hell! Stop. Curried no, turkey at Christmas. It's fucking Boxing Day, mate. Oh, Boxing Day. Okay, I was expecting this on the plate with me pigs no, and blankets. Not, not Christmas. No, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You're going out with Cam. Cam I'm not. What do you think I am? Well, I had you down as a heathen there. Yeah, that was, that right, was bad yes. news. <laughs> it's curry again this year. It's curry again this Lovely. year. Yeah. So we're, we're saying turkey, not because we want it, but because it's either tradition. We have to. Or yeah. It, it, it will be it will be sandwiches and or a curry and or various things thereafter. You're still eating turkey in March from Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, <God>. I <laughs> Well, the thing is, right? Genuinely, um, uh, the, the the good Mrs. Remnant, as opposed to the normal awful one, um, is um, <laughs> will we'll normally do kind of one or two, or has even been known to do three different types of stuffing. Not for the dinner necessarily, although they are there, but in order to basically make the sandwiches go that 
bit longer. Yeah, yeah. That that's much. good thinking. More moist as well. Mm. Very good. That's good thinking. Very good. All right, so and so far, this is... More pork. Always good. More pork. Okay. And gammon as well. <laughs> and gammon. We've thrown gammon on there. <laughs> These pigs around pork. this way. <laughs> They're not very well, I just say, I do apologise to all the non-pork eaters, but in fairness, yes. I am removing most of them from the planet so you don't have to suffer this them. So, true. you know, I'm doing my bit. This is true. Okay, so uh, 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 a curveball here. I know it's probably not my turn, but hey, I don't like gravy at all on anything ever. What? Yeah, oh, gravy? Okay. You have okay. a dry dinner? I'm out. The, I have a dry dinner. Well, I may dinner? I may supplement it with some cranberry sauce or ketchup, but I don't oh, like no. gravy, yes. I have, to, I have mine swimming. I have to eat my Christmas dinner in a bowl. Right, so you're, you're very much pro-gravy, I'm seeing here. I'm very pro-gravy, yeah. Peter, Can't have right. a dry dinner. Can I just point out the fact that there is no anti-gravy movement. There is just, there's just the rest of the world and then Justin. Sorry. What do you mean, no gravy? Like and it. you're talking about Christmas dinner, and you used the word ketchup at I one stage. Well, no, I, under my breath, you perhaps. Thought, you thought I did. <laughs> oh, in that case, it doesn't count, clearly. If you, if you only must, it doesn't count. Right. You didn't say it out loud. I might have said cranberry sauce first, and then I went ketchup. You did, but, but you said that begrudgingly, and then you kind of tried to get away with it in the old kind of short short print, kind of small print sense of the word of going, yeah. oh, okay. okay, sorry about that. No, 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 no. I, I won't be going in dry this Christmas, definitely not. Good I Lord. Will want have, <laughs> no, good I will good want good to have <laughs> definite elements of lubrication. That's what I am after. And gravy is a fine sense of that. Um, I've got to ask the question. I've got to ask the question. And I'm not being judgmental here. Bread sauce. Ooh. I don't understand what it is. No, I don't. Does it taste of anything other than bread? It's, I don't know. Well, it, I, I was literally just thinking, bread sauce, that's a weird one. I've had right. it, but I don't get it. My son, my son insists on it. Bread sauce, it's, it's lovely. And I said, but it basically just like, it's just like drinking a loaf of bread that's been liquidised. <laughs> he went, yes. <laughs> and I went, but surely all it is is texture. And he turned around and said this and he, there was not, he wasn't cracking a smile or anything. He went, yes. Well, I don't just eat food for the taste. I eat it for the textural experience. Wow. And at that point, I stabbed him because <laughs> I, thought, I mean, fuck off. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Come out. Very seasonal. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Is it a murder? Yes. Oh. Don't worry. He, he, I, he, he is alive. You can, you'll be able to see him I on Sunday. Hi everyone, Nigel Gibbs here. Just wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Have a great time. Come on, yawns. I will throw a cauliflower cheese on a Christmas dinner. Oh. Yeah. No. And you, and you of the anti-red cabbage movement. Yeah. I'm not worried about red cabbage movement. That sounds wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I, cauliflower cheese, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I stop laughing. Um, no, I mean, I'm not no cauliflower I, cheese. I go with it. No, 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 I'd go with it. But it's more about, well, people talk about cauliflower steak these days. Oh, they do, and vegans mainly, go, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's just a big load of cauliflower, it's just isn't cauliflower. it? Yeah, yes. grilled. You've yeah. lost the cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's not a steak. Don't, don't pretend that it is. It's no. not. It's cauliflower. That's why we've called it a cauliflower all these years. Yeah. You've cut a cauliflower. I am all in favour of saying, hmm, it's cauliflower. Let's improve it by pouring cheese all over it. Now you okay. got me there. That's Thank you. you know. <laughs> now you're on the remnant wavelength. Welcome, welcome <laughs> the remnant to, uh, scale. Welcome to uh, cauliflower cheese FM, everybody. I mean, that's good. That's good. Okay. But all right. Christmas. Is well, it Christmas? I don't know if it's Christmas. No. Yes. No. Yeah. 
right. not Christmas, but I I like it. It's just... that, I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Carl have it. I think definitely. Uh, okay. Well, I'll just flick it onto Carl's plate and, then. And, and the cauliflower cheese as well. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is disgusting. Going in dry. What's going on? <laughs> right. So, I think that's a substantial main course, right? But there's something that I yeah. get every year that are still in the freezer come August. Mince pies. Where are we, where are we on the mince pie thing? Mm, I, don't, I don't know anyone pie. who likes them. Really? Yeah, they're another one, aren't they, that is just because it's Christmas. Because I wouldn't go searching for them any other time of the year. No. I don't go. I'm afraid I'm... Bit of custard, bit of custard. I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to have to break ranks here. We have... We have mince pies from pretty much the time that they're available. And, <laughs> and, and have, yeah. Yeah, 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 we have them with a cup of tea then. And the, these days are nice. There's a little touch of cinnamon in there as well. So it's very nice. For, for, for a long time, didn't like them. Wasn't a fan of them. But no, they're very nice. Can, I, can I just point something out, though, that I've been in shops right in September uh, when these have been on sale, and it says Christmas mince pies on it, and then the sell-by date is the 28th of October. And that really yeah. fucking pisses me off. Christmas yeah, mince pies do. with a sell-by date of October. Stop it. Just stop that. That's the marketing that's the marketing machine, isn't it? It's just out there. Yeah. Doing it from September, yeah. Yeah. But uh, two I, of us don't like them, so they're gone. Sorry, Pete. They're on, no. yeah, they're not on the menu. They're, that's they're like, produced, they're that's produced for the remnant household, cookies. so we don't eat sausages all the way from September till Christmas Day. <laughs> that's basically the idea. Yeah. It's one of our five a day. Little diabetes cookies is what a mince pie is. It's is that what it is? Fucking yeah, it's just full of sugar. It's just, you, need I don't a fucking, you need a drink after like one mouth. You're like yeah. oh, my bit, mouth's a bit dry. Is a bit dry? Yeah, it is, isn't it? I, I don't know anybody who likes them. I buy them and then everybody goes, oh, I don't like them. No, back in the freezer. It, it, you have you have them with a cup of tea. You know that that's why. What about um, what about snacking? Because I find Boxing Day and sort of Christmas Day, there's oh, a lot yeah. of snacking that well, goes on. You know, up until and, last and I, year, there would have been no Twiglets in my house. However, recently, you're welcome. You bought some, and I tried one after thirty and years went, and went, "That ain't that bad, actually." <laughs> <laughs> might have been, might have been because I was hungry, but yeah. Um, well, I, and it might have been the fact that you were you were dousing them in beer. As well, well, I wasn't drinking. Oh no, you weren't. No, no, you I was. Weren't, no, actually, no, no, that was a sober taste. Yeah, no, that was I, a sober I, taste. I prefer, um, I prefer sort of Ritz crackers and stuff. But you know, I, I could probably have a. Twiglet. I do like a twiglet. A twiglet on Christmas. Yeah, a twiglet on Christmas or Boxing Day or you're there. Well, it's well, Christmas whatever. snacks. You're 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 constantly eating. You're grazing by the sound of things on Christmas. Day. I am. I'm a grazer. Christmas you're grazer, a grazer. Yeah. 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 Peter, any particular all- snacks you like at this time of year? Yeah, well, yeah there are there, there there are finger bowls liberally placed around the uh, around the room um, in order to just partake occasionally. But we don't have breakfast. Ah. We won't have breakfast because we'll build to a. And we're normally it's kind of you know. And I appreciate that Sunday lunch can be, uh, sorry Christmas lunch I should say can be served somewhere between about midday and about quarter to eleven at night, depending on who's <laughs> who's doing the cooking on occasion. But um, no, we, we're we're normally kind of a quite early because we haven't eaten anything so we just have a little bit of a nibble and a grace but nothing nothing more needless to say there is nothing better than having a pringle at about half past nine that's always good (laughs) yeah because you know you've got your bucks fizz and you're going something solid needs to pass my lips as like chug through the third bottle of champagne that'll be that'll (laughs) we've upgraded from bucks fizz to champagne here well yeah it's it's champagne or carver whichever you go with with their issues that that, that's what it is so you're you're still getting through that you don't just buy bottles of Bucks fizz, that would be no. I've got yeah, visions of you on the crew. Yeah, exactly. um, do you have starters? Because uh, we don't anymore, we don't yeah. anymore because it was yeah. we went through a long period whereby it was, Oh, here you are, here's a prawn cocktail. And it was like, yeah. 
why are we going back to the 1970s? What are we doing? And then prawn cocktail got added to. It was prawn cocktail with little kind of, you know, cut bits of avocado. Oh, God. Mm. And why? Yeah. Why? why put people that eat prawn cocktails and swingers into the same <laughs> sort of category? It's just what like... What swingers is completely down to you. <laughs> no, I don't... Listen, I've partaken in a, a prawn cocktail before, but... I don't fully, again, understand the prawns and lettuce thing. Prawns on their own are excellent. With the lettuce, not so sure. The sauce is nice, though. If you've got the sauce, the, the, sauce the Marie nice. sauce, whatever yeah. it's called, that's right. Yeah. And if you go abroad, they throw things like pineapple and orange in it oh, as well. Oh, Really? Perverse. Well, is it? I mean, <laughs> needless to say, we're talking about Christmas, so I'm immediately going to zone in on, on the phrase about swingers, clearly, obviously. So, <laughs> I, now, by all accounts, I am told that um, one of one of the signs to know whether or not it's a swinging household is pampas grass. But pampas grass was the case. Friends of ours got a new place and another friend <laughs> went and bought them pampas grass and, went, and, and they had no idea planted it the stuff went fucking wild and then of course needed to say about six weeks well, so about six months later they kind of heard the rumor and then they were trying to get this stuff out for ages oh. and of course they would miss a bit so it would grow up over here and go mental and go wild Oh, I thought you were going to say a bevy of fucking strangers kept knocking on their door. Going, door oh, yeah. I don't know if they came to it, but they were, I think I they were the chains. that that might happen. Oh, you know. Okay. All there's, right. There's the doorbell. Are you going? No. Are you? No. <laughs> no. Okay. They were northern as well, were they? These northern friends? as well. <laughs> yeah. very big and annoying. Yeah. yeah very either that deal, Kinnacle Boy Hodgson. You had to take the choice. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, there you go. Well, that sounds like quite a feast we got there. Christmas pudding, anyone? Yes or no? Oh, that's a no. 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 Nah. Who, don't, who likes that as well? It's just a massive great meal. Let's have a pudding that weighs half a ton. I think it's a waste of booze. Yeah. Yeah. My, 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 dad took his, um, my dad took his eyebrows off once uh, from by <laughs> a Christmas pudding. There you go. He was stood there and I said, Dad, they're gone. He looked constantly surprised until New Year. <laughs> they were gone. They were fucking gone, mate. He's too near when he lit the, he lit the pudding and took them off. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Did he took his feet? It was. Tell <laughs> you, you still look surprised, Dad. Oh, it's your eyebrows gone, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like That's that. funny. No, yeah. I love um, that. Hello, fellas from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes and All You Horns. This is Richard from Queen's Park Rangers. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Drink as many of those amaretto sours as you can, but don't get too drunk. Looking forward to seeing you all mid January, where, of course, QPR and Watford will go head to head again. Hopefully, catch you soon. See you later, fellas. Bye bye. From, from a couple of years back, and this will this will echo from the spaces that we had. As you hear this the other week, um, from from the Preston game, where where Mal, Steve, and Mike were on the were on the train with a goodly selection of a cheese board. Oh, what a uh, picnic cheese board! Yeah. Which, yeah. Was, which was hysterical. My my son got into basically kind of putting on. He, he's got really into the kind of cheese board and the presentation of it and the different selections, and it was really really good. But it, it's it's the day where because you're you're grazing and you're drinking and you've got this whacking great dinner in the middle of the some point in the middle of the day or afternoon or what have you. You don't get to it until about nine o'clock at night where you're suddenly going, I could eat something, I could eat something. Could you eat something? I could eat something. And, and Tom goes up and co- comes out with this whacking great selection of, you know, uh, uh, cheeses and chutneys. And, uh, and you go, this must have cost a fortune. Who bought this? You did. Did I? You know? <laughs> it's brilliant. 
It is a fabulous thing. Yeah, I, I'm always a bit wary of people that don't eat cheese. People go, oh, no, I don't like cheese. I'm like, yeah, say it wrong with you. Yeah. Cheese is amazing. They all wear goalkeeper shirts. They wear goalkeeper shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're swingers as well, quite possibly. This demographic of yours is very... I'd like to see the Venn diagram of this. Right in the middle, there's this one person who's basically got pampas grass, does swings, but doesn't like onions. It's great. Yeah. Superb, no cabbage, yeah. This is brilliant. Allergic to pineapple. Hi, guys. Andrew Argent here. Wishing every Watford fan a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Here's hoping Santa brings us maybe a couple of players in the January transfer window, and maybe we can push for just squeaking in to the playoffs. You Ewan's. Everybody does Christmas, and of course, you suddenly have to talk to family, which is ob- obviously a, a, a dreadful. Yeah. Um, you know, you get you get around that. What is the one piece of Christmas telly that you want to see, either from now or from in the past? Or oh, from I the always, past. I always loved. I always loved like uh, Only Falls and Horses yeah. Christmas specials or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. all the it, two TV, TV shit now. Yeah, I don't even really watch it. I don't. I don't rate it anymore. I watch Netflix or yeah. on my um, stick. I think. Uh, um, I think for me, I'm very much. This is sad. This is very very sad. But I'm looking forward to the Christmas Day EastEnders because I want to know who's dead on the floor in the Vic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, someone's got a die at Christmas. Someone's got a die at Christmas, and at the moment, it's about six of them. It could be. So we need yeah. to know who that I is. Love, I do love the way that most times people turn around and say, "This will make me look very sad," and everybody else turns around and goes, "No, oh no, 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 it won't." <laughs> you just fucking look at all the weekenders. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, awful. yeah. That's fucking agree, don't you? Um, Terrible news, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and the royal family as well. I missed that. That was always good at Christmas as well. That was but, good. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about you, Pete? What, what's your uh, what's your thing at Christmas TV wise? I, for, for me, it would be it would be the past. It, it would have to come from the past because, as you say, you've got Netflix, you've got all of this stuff on demand, and I appreciate. Oh God, here we go, old bloke going off on one. <laughs> but it used to be like you know uh, you'd have the Queen's speech, and then on ITV it would be it would be like the the Bond movie, yep. and it might yeah. be out for four years, but they didn't have them on every fucking Sunday on ITV four or whatever it was at the time, and it be, there was a real sense of excitement, and you you know you'd watch uh, you know and, and the whole family would watch, and unlike now they'd shut the fuck up, which was nice, and then you know kind of <laughs> because you couldn't pause TV because you couldn't pause TV when it got to the break, you basically see the two people who were deciding that. No, no, I need a loo break at this point. Make a run for it to try to beat each other to the loo and then to try to get back before the break. You know, those those were the kind of things that yeah. I liked. I thought that was good. I think the uh, the uh, the Doctor Who, except when it's it's gone through a bit of shit spell. Oh, God. Uh, I can't watch that, that, that anymore. That's been... Well, no, it's... Um, let, let's see where it goes. But that that had been previously something to kind of watch and get a, get a few things on. But, you know, yes, it, it, has, it has gone off the boil. Uh, and in, because... Because people watch and consume media in different ways now. Worryingly, though, there is a Mrs. Brown's Boys Christmas special, so... Oh, now, I'm glad we all agreed on off. that shit. Sorry, Cole, um, you were saying... Die Hard, Christmas film or not? Released in the summer, Christmas-themed. I'm going to go with yes. I agree. Absolutely. Oh, there you yeah. go. Absolutely. And Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, Home Alone. And also, yeah. also the reason why Yippie Ki Yay, motherfucker, is an absolutely Absolutely. great thing to say around the Christmas table to an elderly man. Indeed. All right. So so now now we're on to, right, favourite Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. Right. Carlos. 
Well, it's got to be. I think I've just covered it. It's got oh, to be really? Die Hard. Die Hard, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Peter? I'm so tempted to go Die Hard too, just to upset you. <laughs> you um, do it. He would as do well. It. Oh, favourite Christmas movie. Home Alone's got to be up there. No, oh, you've chosen Die Hard, mate. You've you've had your you've had your pick there. You you you're out. Blimey, Peter's thinking one. about this one. Wow, I'm gonna, I've, got, I've got I've got to think about it. The um, is it uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not a Christmas movie. I remember, and you'll get this right. There, there was a film I watched, and I remember I, I could have only been I don't know eight or twenty four, one of the two. Um, <laughs> but I was I was very young, and it was a war film because, of course, they you know back back in the uh, back in the late seventies, early eighties, every other film was about World War Two. I it mean, was. to say we in America were obsessed because we'd finally won something would be you know kind of not 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 too extreme. And I watched Von Ryan's Express. Right, needless to say, a Frank Sinatra was in it. Lots of people were in it, and they're in their, they're in a POW camp, and they basically escape through the through the Italian Alps. I'd not seen this before. And it was a young Frank Sinatra, and he was impossibly glamorous and was the hero of this thing. Brilliant. And I love the fact that, for once, I mean, and, and I appreciate fashionistas and uh, indeed military historians might argue with me here, but the Nazis had the best uniforms. Oh, they indeed. just did. They were really designed did. by Boss. Hugo, Hugo Boss. Yeah, that's right. And he, and he had this leather, this black leather kind of jacket, and he was just, oh, wow, it's so brilliant. And they're escaping on this train through through the, I, I presume, the Swiss Alps, I can't remember. And for, for whatever reason, he's he's had to kind of like, you know, no, I'll let you all go. You go here and I'll come. And he's running for the train. And I was eight, and I'd been wrapped up in this. It, ends with basically Frank Sinatra being shot in the back by the Nazi <laughs> credits. Stop. I'm eight. But I'm like, what? But, but it can't finish there. What? Merry what? Christmas. <laughs> what the? No. And I went says Christmas like with... Frank Sinatra being shot by a Nazi. That's the, that's the very spirit that. of Christmas. That's so, I mean, that's oh, that'll have a hole in it. That'll be ruined. That's love. That was never get that out. Well, whereas I prefer, I prefer Express. There you go. I'm more, of, more of an elf man myself. Yeah, or Scrooge yeah. no, the musical. No, no, there isn't. No, very few. Yeah. And uh, and uh, uh, Scrooge the musical. The little boy, Tiny Tim, in that is, is um, played by someone called Richard Beaumont. And I, I used to work with years ago. And I never knew it until one day he went to me. Oh, you know, I I was an actor. And I went, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. Uh, what were you in? I was in Digby, the world's biggest dog. And I played Tiny Tim in, the, in Scrooge. I went, fuck off. So I had to go and look it up. And there he was. He absolutely was in those films. So you had this with Bobby Bell, the former Watford. Football. I did. I said, don't believe anyone. To Watford, and again, you went. Are oh, you fucked? I mean, I come on. You're very disbelieving I about am. people when they. Yeah. I am. I am. If you're going to make big claims like that, we have to go and look them up in libraries or W. H. Smiths just so that I can be sure I, you're not pulling my leg. You know. I think that's that. That's right. The next person, anybody who sees who sees Justin, basically go up to him and tell him that you're Nigel Callahan. He won't know, and just see if you can get away with it. And that's what we want to see. Yeah, Unless see. you're Nigel Callahan, in which case you can claim to yeah. be less. That's fine. Well, I did actually have a drink in Nigel Callahan before the uh, the uh, Elton John concert in the Moon Under. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Oh, but did you? Oh, that's did I? That's, that's yeah. a very good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I, though? <laughs> oh, but did you? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Aaron here from the Green and White podcast. Argyle fan. Wish you all a very Merry Christmas um, and a Happy New Year. All I want for Christmas is a big central defensive powerhouse like Wesley Hoyt. So if you could get him into my stockings, that'd be brilliant. Oh, and, um, and a manager. Thanks, Stoke.
Obviously, you lot are down at our place. New Year's Day, safe journey down to everybody that comes down. I hope you all get very, very, very hungover. Um, obviously, drink responsibly. But um, if the team could have a New Year's Eve night out the night before, that would be fantastic. I look forward to seeing you all down at Home Park. And as always, have a very, very green and white Christmas. Cheers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi guys, it's Christopher J. Mass, middle name St. Nicholas. Can't get more Christmassy than that. Great tune like this. What a fantastic time to enjoy your time and all the things and all the thanks to all these guys for you guys being supporters. Um, have a fantastic Christmas. Fingers crossed over the period, um, but have a fantastic time, and I wish you all the very best. And that, of course, was Chris Day, who was the the backup goalkeeper to Alec Chamberlain in '99 at Wembley. Was also had a long stint at QPR and an even longer stint at Stevenage Borough. But uh, when I was at Aylesbury in what the kind of 2003 something like that, he came on loan to us from Watford, and the team went on a great run in the in the FA Trophy and got through to the semi final. When he was there, lovely, lovely guy. Sometimes when you get loan players in from Premiership or Championship, they they can come with all sorts of ego. And, and what have you? He wasn't. He was just really, really sound fella, and uh, just really nice. So that was that was uh, that that was Chris Day. And now we're going to go over and uh, and see if we can't see what happens in the final of the Christmas Cup of the World versus Carl. Hello and welcome back. To the World versus Carl Christmas Cup final, the semi-finals were 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 fraught and 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 exciting and and unexpected for Justin. But there we go. Never mind. Um, so we are through to the final. Carlos managed to get the better of uh, of Greg and Justin was quite imperious to be quite honest with you if reluctant with regards to Hazel dispatching 5-2 I think on that particular occasion which means we've effectively got two home players here so I'm going to do something I've not been able to do in all of World versus Carl history and turn to Carl and ask Carl would you like question set A or question set B? Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely I don't know which is what's on either one. It doesn't make no difference. But I've managed, In my to, head it does. I've managed to perpetrate this whole, 
it's this whole thing it's basically just like a nigerian curse only with cards there we go um officiating for us again standing in and i have to say thank you very much greg mr mr wendover horn he of the uh indian chinese takeaway but not prepared to warm it up himself in case he burns the house down greg lovely to see you sir you too pete excellent stuff let's get things working a is carlos b therefore is justin we turn to carlos at the final there's silverware to be won here I mean, I haven't photoshopped it yet, but, you know, there will be. Um, there will be, yes. True or false, Carlos, all of Marlon King's 22 goals for Watford in 2005 and uh, 2005 to 2006 were scored in the league. Is that true or false? 50-50, isn't it, that? Can I just say, Hazel, you do an excellent job of ex- exhaling. You really That's oh, <laughs> great. I will go with, I guess, isn't it? Uh, true. He shoots, he scores. It is indeed oh. true. 22 goals in the league, a fine return from, uh, from, from Marlon King there. Um, Justin, true or false? Mm. Watford have never played Preston North End in a top flight league fixture. Is that true or false? Mm, 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 mm. When was Lenny Pidgeley with us? What division was that? That would have been under Lewington. Uh, I'm going to say that we have never played Preston in a top flight fixture, so I would say it's false that we've never played them in a top flight. Watford have never played Preston North End in a top flight league fixture. Is that state true? True to that statement. Hang on a second. True to that statement. I don't. Listen, I'm trying to work things out this here. Is, no, Come on. That's fine. That's fine. Misery, please. I don't want him to be in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the power, the power. It's true. It's true. He scores. He scores. We have never played Preston North End in the top flight. I think I think I think that makes us one all, doesn't it? There, Greg, we got both of those, yes? It is certainly one all. One all. Excellent. Multiple choice. We turn to Carlos. While, uh, while Justin sweats buckets up there. Uh, multiple choice. From which club did the Hornets sign striker Danny Graham in 2009? Carlisle United. I don't think that's right, is it? Was it A? Middlesbrough? <laughs> oh, it's multiple choice. B, Sunderland. Or C, Brentford, no, Carlisle United, you're quite right, absolutely, already. Uh, I just, thought, yeah. <laughs> thought, you, no. just, just thought I'd insert the jeopardy where, where Carla just popped it by going, Carlisle, what? Don't do that. <laughs> that, was a, that was a Stefan Everson moment there. <laughs> Justin, Justin, yeah. multiple choice. He's going to be insufferable if he wins this, go on. Watford's no, first... I'll be very nice. Would you be quiet? Would you be quiet? Sorry. This, Sorry. Uh, you know, Bob Monkhouse never used to have this problem. Um, he probably had many other problems, that's not the point. Yeah, lots of other problems. Yeah. I'm comparing yeah. myself to Bob Monkhouse in this equation, it's not good. Why um, not? Watford's first journey... <laughs> <laughs> Watford's first journey to an FA Cup semi-final in 1969-70 began... With a third round tie against which club? That cup run, which did it start with? Was it A, Wigan Athletic, B, Rochdale, or C, Bolton Wanderers? This is uh, a complete guess, then, isn't it? Uh, not Bolton. Who were the other two? Who was saying? A, Wigan, <laughs> B, Rochdale, or C, Bolton? Yeah. I'll go with Rochdale, B. 
only because I've got absolutely no idea. I wasn't even born in 1969, Peter. That's, that's what's known as the Carlos defence, typically. Yeah, well, it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Because, how can you ask me that? I mean, it, during history tests at school, you must have gone, <laughs> hang on, I wasn't alive during the Reformation. <laughs> to be fair, we never did Watford history at my school. <laughs> yeah. We didn't sit down and go, right, 1969, boys, open your books. Oh, right, Rochdale, right. This explains why so, you can answer questions on Luther Blissett, but Martin Luther and his 95 theses pinned <laughs> to the door... <laughs> Probably a little more vague. Never mind. No, it was Bolton Wanderers. It was C. Oh, it was Just just oh, as the slips coming down, I think. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that two one there, Greg? Well, we've lost our Bob's full house. Oh, oh, look at this. Okay. But we've still we got, got the monkey have smarm there, haven't we? <laughs> 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 First incorrect answer, and the score is 2 1 to Carlos. Oh God, he's turning into bloody Richard Osman now. Sexy. Come on, <laughs> move on. Yeah. He's having his 15 minutes. This is entirely. <laughs> welcome to Entirely Fucking Pointless. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Yeah. I like that. Carlos, sir, your third penalty. Now, you know, here we go. In which season did creative midfielder Dennis Bond oh, good. Make, his, make his first. Of his 301 appearances for Watford. It's a season. I need both parts of that season. Justin is rocking backwards and forwards. <laughs> Basically like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, I would suggest. <laughs> he was he was 60s, but that's all I know. So, ah, oh, fucking hell. Uh, 67, 68. Uh, no idea. Please be wrong. <laughs> It was 1964-65. Oh. Unlucky, unlucky. A good educated guest. Fine player. Did, did manage to get into just the the, uh, the the very, very start of Graham Taylor's first era. So he was a, a long-standing servant with 300 appearances plus. There we go. Justin, your chance to get back in this, perhaps. Name the season. In which season did Watford first take on Rotherham United at the Millers' New York Stadium? Yes, I think that was, funny enough, I think that was last season. So, that would be the 2022-23 season. I think it was earlier. Oh, I God. Thanks for shaking her head. You're now, oh, God, okay. It Go was 2014-15. I, I think, Bloody if I remember hell. rightly, Lloyd, did, did Lloyd Dyer not score in that game? I remember us winning 2-0 away or something like that, or one of those games. Oh, we had the black. Oh, yeah. Yeah, black and white kit. Yeah, I think right. he had a go at Beppe, didn't he? Lloyd Dyer. That was it. Yeah, because he scored oh, and went, there you go. Yeah, but could you do it a bit more often, Lloyd? Just asking. Um, what what <laughs> scores do we have now, uh, Greg? The score is two to Carl and one to Justin. Oh, look at this. That's forensic information we get back from on this. This is very, very good. Hey, Dennis Bond <laughs> made his debut at a rather young age, didn't he? I, uh, he must have done to, to have no, no, because his his last season for us was what seventy seven, seventy eight, because that was the season that that Graham Taylor won the won the fourth division. And he definitely played in that. I don't think if he did play in the third division for him, he didn't play many games at all. I think he kind of went on from there. So he was, uh, I I think he was about sixteen, seventeen, but I don't think he yeah, was kind of Keith right. Mercer yeah. levels. Yeah, what's, what's happening here is you're getting yourself in a sticky situation with this. 
Bond question, Peter. Sticky situation oh. with this Bond question. That's very, very good, Justin. <laughs> this Bond question. This is, this is a glue uh, pun. It's this very a glue good. Pun, yeah. It was very, it's very, very good. Can we move very on with this quiz? Because yes. it's killing me. Yeah. And, 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 and we, we wouldn't want to talk about that. We may turn insolvent. Oh, oh dear Can me. I just say that Pete's word is his Bond? Oh, please, please, stop. <laughs> please let the power go out. We, we turn to Carl. We turn to Carl. Who are you? Can you name the midfielder who joined Watford in a 100,000 transfer from Brighton and Hove Albion in 1985? Arthur. Even I'm struggling with that one. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elucidate on it slightly. Some would call no, him, rather, rather than a midfielder, would call him a winger. I would suggest. Can you name the midfielder just, who joined Watford? It's not going to help it. No elucidating. <laughs> oh, well, that, I mean, to be fair, that's really helped me actually because I had no idea when you said midfielder, <laughs> and I've still got no idea now you've said winger. Um, not a, not, a, not a clue. I haven't got a clue. Do you really haven't got a clue? No idea. I'm trying to think of where wingers were in '85. You've got Barnsley, Callahan, Sterling. Yeah, I can't think who that would be. No, pass, passing that's a pass. He's passing. Wendover, any ideas? Neil Smiley. Neil oh, Smiley. Because, you know, famous... He's got a cracking goal up at Man City to win yeah. a cupped, uh, cup <laughs> saga that went to three, tie- three ties. And the winner was scored by Smiley away at Main Road. Not to be also, confused, not, not to be confused player. with Carol Smiley, glamorous assistant oh. on the Wheel of Fortune <laughs> with the uh, Nicky Campbell. Sorry. Prior to his BBC days, of course. There may be also, too much Nicky Campbell the information. The first game I ever went to, which was Coventry nil. Uh, sorry, Watford three, Coventry nil. Rostron, Smiley, and West, I think, scored in that game uh, in '85. That's the first Long game I curly blonde hair. Yes. Yeah, a bit of a, bit of a permy mullet going on. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Justin, we turn to you. You can get back into this now, I think, here. From which non-league club very upsetting. did Watford sign Kevin Phillips? Oh, for fuck. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's it's one of those ones in the north. Uh, Royston. Bulldog. It fuck, was Bulldog Town. I have to take... You have to give me first I have to take your first answer. We have very, very few rules, but that's the only one, roughly. It was Bulldog Town. World. It was... I fucking hate that part of North Archer. I did travel up to it to see my grandmother in Cambridge, but I always <laughs> Bulldog Royston. I hate them. <laughs> and a big hello to all of you non-league fans out there. <laughs> Carlos. Carlos, we turn to you, sir. We turn to you. Where did we sign this current squad player from? player in the squad currently from what side did we sign Yasser Aspria oh fucking hell yeah that's tough yeah it wasn't Bulldog Town um, <laughs> it wasn't Bulldog Town um, it was from. I'm going to say it's the same. No, because he's he's Colombian, so it's not Flamenzi or whatever the bloody names is. Uh, I I no idea. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with them. Uh, Fluminense. Yeah, Fluminense is indeed Brazilian. No, it was from uh, the Colombian side, Envigado. Difficult one there. Difficult one. Oh, so close. So that's close. Tough. That's tough. We turn to Justin. 
What are the scores currently as Justin stands over the final penalty? The scores, I have 2-1 to Carl. Oh, it's tension. This is tension. I don't like this. This is indeed. This is a lot of tension. I like that. Justin, from which side did we sign Wesley Hoot? Now, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I'm going to I'm glad you must have researched it, therefore. No. Now... He went from Southampton to oh, it's a it's a Dutch team, isn't it? It's a Dutch team. Stress. I can't. Uh, it's not Ajax. How many other Dutch teams do I know? Um, Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Yeah. Is anywhere, anywhere but home. Are you referring to Sparta Rotterdam or Feyenoord? Sparta Rotterdam. The answer doesn't really matter because it's Anderlecht who aren't in the Netherlands oh, anyway. There we are. Why would you do that to me? I thought you got that then. I didn't know that. I have to say, the inaugural Christmas Cup, congratulations, surely goes to Carlos on a... It was, it was a tight tension, nerves at the end, but Carlos is the first winner of the World versus Carl Christmas Cup special. Well done. Carlos. Well done, Carlos. You, you, Thank you, Justin. Carlos, I shall put a little something in your stocking for you. Oh, I'm glad I didn't win now. Just to the good people of uh, Royston and Bulldog, I apologise for my uh, on-air part, Um because we probably have got listeners that come from that area, and I, it's nothing personal. But journeys to Ely and Cambridgeshire in the late 80s and early 90s were always soured for me by going through those towns. They've now built a bypass, which made, yes. the, well, made the journey a lot quicker in, in later days. Uh, I have nothing personal against your towns. I'm sure they're lovely. And um, thank you, Kevin Phillips, for allowing Carl to win this inaugural World Versus. It's called the World Versus Carl. Well done. He has to win. Yeah, I have to win something somewhere. Yeah, like. Something. <laughs> well done, everybody. Well done, everybody. Kevin who scouted Kevin Phillips playing for Bulldog Town? Now, uh, again, I should know that because that's come up many times, and I think we've even spoken to him on a fucking podcast. And would you believe I can't remember, Greg? Um, I mean, was G- it? GT. Hold on, Hazel. Who who was it? Was oh, it Hazel. Luther? Was it Luther? No, 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 no. no. It was Mr. Nigel Callahan. Who, uh, oh. who on, on one of his returns from the uh, kind of cruise boats or various places he was DJing in Greece and what have you, went nipped down to Bulldog and the only player who could do Actually, the little kind of keep-up drills with, uh, with, with, with Nigel. In Royston, we all know this. Yeah. He, he went to the wrong town. For sure. <laughs> he was in the wrong place. Well, look, can we just say a massive thank you to Greg uh, uh, Wendoverhorn and to Hazel for joining us today um, yes. for the for the the two semi-finals and indeed, obviously, the final. And and Greg even taking over the uh, the the official p- position as mm-hmm. uh, as scorekeeper. And uh, you know, yes, okay, we know that he was uh, he he wasn't quite up to to Justin's level of basically losing track every five minutes, which is basically what we really like. He kept doing it pretty well. Well, well done, Greg. Thank you very much indeed. And, uh, thank and thank you to you all for listening. And I hope you have a great Christmas. And next time Wonderful. we'll be back on The World versus Carl. And now you may be wondering, who is the DNSYE Father Christmas Santa Claus? He's on the front cover of this uh, of this particular podcast. Well, we had a decision to make. We decided we'd give ourselves a present and have a chat with an old friend.
Well, I, I wonder who that is. Let's open the door. Upon my soul, it's Barry from Wigan. How are you, Barry? Very well, thank you. Just arrived home from doing a round with the big man. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this is this is audio only, so I need to explain. You're wearing a oh. very splendid Santa's outfit. I am indeed. Yes. Uh, so I've been uh, I've been delivering the the meat and potato pies around Wigan. Oh, that's superb. <laughs> is that actually what you've been doing? Because if you have, that is superb. I'm a good Catholic boy. You know, I'm not. I can't, <laughs> I can't lie. You can't lie. I like can't the fact lie. that there is a meat and potato delivery system in Wigan with men in Santa outfits. I think that is absolutely superb. I think that's something you should pilot maybe next year. Yeah. Also, what you should definitely have is an entire Christmas dinner in a balm cake. That's what we want to see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a Wigan kebab Christmas dinner edition. Yeah, why not? Yes. If not, good case, it'll be an all new meaning to stuffing it in. <laughs> oh, hello, hello. He's gone blue. He's gone he's blue got, already. He's, he's had a sherry or two. That's why he's, he's had a sherry or two. Sherry or two. Yes. So, Merry Christmas to you, Barry. How are you finding life in League One? Is it is it as good as you hoped, or is it worse, or is it better? Or I'll be honest with you, it's better. It's fabulous. I mean. We're mid-table-ish, but we're playing all the young lads. With, uh, we're watching the kids. Because we've got a transfer embargo, we can't sign anyone for any money with free transfers and can't even sign a player on loan for any money. So we can't pay loan fees. Promoted eight academy uh, graduates up into the first-team squad. Uh, we've brought in a few on free transfers, all kids. It's just so good to see them all developing this season. You know, they've come in and, and they're doing a fabulous job. We've got a, a, a goalkeeper who made his debut uh, his league debut against Rotherham on the last day of the season. He's now uh, in the England under-21 squad. His name's Sam Tittle, Mr. Tittle. Got these really big, long arms and massive hands. And That's he keeps he tickling the opposition strikers, putting them off. But it's fabulous, though. It's fabulous. And he's, he, he can play football as well. So he's like a sweeper at the back, six foot four. Uh, he's all already muted to be going off in January, but loaned back to us to a Premier League club. That's how how highly he's been regarded. And we've got another another young lad, Babaradiko. He's uh, he's Irish. You could tell he's not not from Wigan. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you know, like, he's Irish. Yeah, that that traditional uh, Irish name of Babaradiko. Babaradiko. Yeah, but he's uh, he's a twenty. We've had him since he was fourteen. He's been with us since he was fourteen, and he's made his debut this season. And he's been an ever present in our midfield at twenty. Absolutely superb player. Yeah, so it's it's great. I'm just loving it. What every week, just watching them develop. Fabulous stuff. Barry, can I ask you a question? Last time we spoke, and that was on an official podcast, I, if I'm right in saying you were due to meet Mr. Ben Watson and a few of the other chaps from the FA Cup uh, winners oh, yeah. um, team, how, how did that go? Oh, what an evening that was. Yeah, it was the 10th anniversary. Uh, they were all there. Uh, Roberto, Roberto, I call him Roberto now. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> love it. Roberto, <laughs> Marcus, the, the, I mean, the, the, the guy that... I enjoyed meeting more than anyone was uh, the referee, Andre Mariner. Andre Mariner oh was there. God. And yeah, he, well, he sent off, I forgot his name now, Babaletta. Babaletta. Yeah, yeah, yeah sent Sabaletta. him off. And, yeah. uh, but earlier in that season, because I, I was dying to pull him up about this, earlier in that season, we played Blackburn <laughs> and Storm, and uh, they got a corner, and, and they took the corner. The guy took it to himself. You know where they pretend to yeah, kick yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he dribbled it in and stuck it in the back of the net and he awarded the goal. 
And obviously, we, we would have won. the end of the draw, we would have won that game without it. And we went down with two points. So so I pulled him up oh, about that. And he, he was very apologetic. Great guy, though. I, I love the fact that you've held on to that for 10 years. And you're thinking, I might meet him one day. And I'm going to have him about Well... I was ve- I was very pleased that he I actually took my uh, cup final program with me and he signed it as well. So I was oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. nice. Great guy, Andrew Marina, fabulous guy. Told some really good stories. But yeah, all the squad were there, so it was a brilliant evening. Lovely stuff indeed. Yes. I was going to say. So is there a difference? I mean, other than the quality of the team, but is there a is there a difference from the championship feel to League One? Is it just basically is it, is it a lot more three o'clock on a Saturdays, or do you get a, a better rhythm for everything? Obviously, there is. The- three o'clock on a Saturday which is is uh well we've had a few of those postponed actually because of the international call-ups so we're, we're we're losing I think we've had four four home games called off because of international so you're losing revenue so that you know you've got a drop in revenue to start off with because you drop down a division and then you're losing revenue because you instead of playing on a Saturday you're playing on a Tuesday evening so that that does uh impact you a little bit but one of, one of the biggest differences for me is the friendliness of League One. Now, them lot up the road at uh, Orich, who, you know, I, that's how I refer to them. It's never friendly when we play them. Uh, right. And I, I don't like playing them. And I do hope they get promoted this season to, to get them out of the way. But apart from them, everybody, they're so welcoming. Uh, the opposition fans, it just feels totally different. It's a great division, League One. I love it. I don't want to be stuck in it. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm hoping next season we're going to have a bit of a promotion push but while we're in there i'm going to check it and i think one of the other sides to it is there's quite a few smaller clubs and they're very welcoming to to who they perceive to be the bigger club yeah. so when you go away you made a fuss of they put a fan zone on for you they're looking after you it, it, it just feels so much better so much more friendlier and you're more connected i think as well i feel more connected to the club in League One than what I do in the Championship. I love this. I love this. Well, well, today, as we record, without letting daylight upon magic, we're not actually doing this on Christmas Day, uh, but uh, <laughs> as we do this today, there's been uh, revamped proposals for the European Super League. Feel free to boo as you wish, everybody. I think we should say, bugger the lot of them, and we should start our own uh, Super League. If I gave everybody here three teams that you can just select to have in, in the new DNSYE slash Barry, Super League who are you going to have for your own reasons for any reasons at all they're just nice you think they deserve to be in there and then we'll go fuck you Barcelona and, and Real Madrid we're going to go and do our own who, who would, who would um, you go for well I'd, I'd have to pick teams that we play well against and, and we and we beat quite well so, yeah, so that's that's few and far between it is very few and far between isn't it yeah <laughs> I mean for my only reason I'd like them up, them up the road in because the fact that we'd never play them again would be quite sad for me and I, I quite like the rivalry so I probably would include Luton Town so the first inclusion is Luton Town and that's Justin everybody that's Justin just yes. saying okay carry on my reasons for <laughs> can you imagine not playing them again or whatever I think that'd be that'd be terrible nah, that's good um, and then I'd have to put in a, a, a sort of a big gun that we do well against so Arsenal maybe because we uh, against Arsenal we always do fairly well sometimes and then um, oh I don't know probably probably something amusing like Stevenage so there's, there, there you go there's there's a interesting <laughs> four Stevenage, Luton and Arsenal and Watford Stevenage that have beaten us this season yeah. they have beaten us this season yeah they have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that'll make an interesting four I think there you go there's my pick Merry Bar- Christmas this Barry sir what, what do you what do you think who, who would you think you might include in our, our own breakaway because that's the kind of thing we do here yeah well 
I wouldn't have Stephen this because they're beating us as well. And we had 11 players booked, one cent off, and the manager got booked as well. Steve so Evans. What what Steve, that was. Steve Evans and probably the, gets booked yeah. at home, I imagine. I mean, let's face it, yeah. he's just built they, for a they, yellow card. It was, it, it was at Stevenage, and they won by a hotly disputed penalty. So it was 1-0, yeah. So definitely not have them. But having said that, they, they are a friendly bunch. I mean, I've just been talking about friendliness. So, so the teams that I'd have would be Shrewsbury. Nice. Go down the A49 from Wigan. What a drive. It's like going back to the 1950s. Just <laughs> lanes and there's a, at Whitchurch, there's a fabulous all, uh, trucker's cafe that you can stop off of and, and get a really good breakfast. Absolutely I, brilliant. I love the idea of entering Shropshire and just basically going back 70 years. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that works. Yeah, well, I remember uh, the first time I went to, uh, well, not the first time, the last time I went to Rotherham, which was about three seasons ago, and I thought I'd step back to the 1980s. Everybody had a curly perm and a shell suit. It was just blew me away. But uh, my, sec- my second one would be Fleetwood Town for nothing other than the fact that, well, they call the ground Ibera, and next to the ground is the Highbury Chippy, and it's the best fish and chips I have ever had. Now, I, I'm quite slim at the moment. I, I wonder why. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to a to Whitchurch Trucker's Calf, I'm going to Fleetwood uh, Highbury Fish and Chips <laughs> as well. But the... Well, we always win though. They've never beaten us in the league, and right. we always beat them. So, so that that is uh, that that's a good ground for us. And the last one would be, I think, the most friendliest club I've ever visited: Accrington Stanley. Who were they? <laughs> yeah, who were there? Who were there? Exactly, exactly. They have a fabulous fan zone. It, it's geared to the opposition supporters. They must have a shocking home record because you just make everybody so welcome. But what a club! A, a little club on the outskirts of uh, Blackburn, and, and it's a, a, a fabulous field. To it, so then will be my three: Accrington, Fleetwood, and Shrewsbury. Fantastic! What's, nice. what's, what's Accrington's ground? It's uh, the Crown Paints ground. It's called. Oh, right, okay. Who, who is it? Has yeah. the Wham Stadium? I remember somebody had the Wham Stadium at one stage. I thought. Yeah, no. I, 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 You're going back to the eighties again, mate. No, no. I'm going. I'm going back to last Christmas. No. Oh, oh thank you. What a yeah, that is that is Accrington. That is Accrington this season. Uh, they've been relegated, so I've missed them this season. Oh, so oh. we've not we've not met them. So I think they're at the one now. There you go. There you go, <laughs> Carlos. Who are you going? I, I appreciate that being nice to other teams or indeed other groups of people yeah. is not something you're quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's quite difficult for me. Uh, so I'll, I'll base this on on stuff that I know. So I will go because he hasn't mentioned his own team. I'm going to pull Wigan into this this league because uh, a season without talking to Barry is just a season that oh, I'm really interested yeah. in. You see, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we've got him on our Christmas yeah. special. Yeah, uh, this, this, this we can file that, under under the first opportunity we've had an excuse to have a chat with Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say that that uh, comment was sponsored by Baldy's Pies. Dark kitchen in Wigan. Anyway. <laughs> um, so my next one would be Burton-on-Trent because I believe Carlsberg is brewed there. And then I would have Stockport. <laughs> that's because that's close it down. <laughs> the home of Disco Piss. That's Brilliant. the Heineken Brewery as well. So I'd, oh, I'd right. It's all about but breweries with you. <laughs> I've got... 
I've got Wigan Kebab and yeah. I've got two, two breweries to go. Oh, so, I see what you've done there. Yeah. yeah. So you fed and watered. Got you. Yes, exactly. This is very, These very sound like good. like great super leagues, to be fair. These <laughs> sound like excellent super leagues. I think, I think I'd go this. for this. I think I'd go for <laughs> that. Definitely. Good stuff. Good stuff, everybody. <laughs> are you, are you going to have a go at that, Peter? Or are you just throwing that out to I, us? You know me. I just, I'm just here. No, I would definitely go for Port Vale. And the reason I go for Port Vale was an excellent pork and apple bap in the mid 90s. I mean, see, we're so easily yeah. pleased with food well i reckon that's probably closed down now uh, it may have done but i think it's still worthy of inclusion um in, in that particular one i'd probably go for somebody who we've got you know i mean we've got shrewsbury in there nice traditional kind of uh, you know rivalry that we had back in the uh, the late 70s with with shrewsbury graham turner and graham taylor there that's lovely so i'd, go for, I'd add another one of those somebody we just seem to play all the time i'd go for south end united because oh you, yeah you can make a day not bad not bad at all and for Similar yet different reasons. I mean, we knew immediately it's coming to Christmas. We're bringing Barry on. If we were bringing anybody else on, it would have been Blackpool, the the guys from the Tangerine, oh, who yeah. who put yeah. up with the Oyston clan, fought against it. Blackpool, and I know you're a very keen fan of the uh, of, of the tourism in in Blackpool. There, Carlos, never been known yeah. to say a bad word for it. But again, pretty good weekend away. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. I think these are these are great ideas. I, I mean, from what I've heard today, everyone's United have already come out and said no, and another team haven't they? They've said no, so I, I don't know. Well, I, I think I think I shall put it. I shall put this list together, and uh, by hook or by crook, via via some form of shall I call it spreadsheet shithousery, we will end up right. having a having a league of some kind and seeing exact, yeah. exactly where everybody is. You send that to the Supreme Court, Peter. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? I I hope that. Uh, you you know, the, the presidents of Real Madrid and Barcelona take note because, I mean, honestly, <laughs> where are they going to get pork and apple baps? Probably nowhere. Talking of pork and apple baps, uh, who's doing dinner, Barry? Is it Mrs. Claus or is it is it your good self? Uh, I'll be cooking dinner, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be having it at tea time, though. We'll not be having it at dinner time. I mean, up north, we call anything yeah. after five o'clock known as tea time. So, right. yeah, and we eat <laughs> late in the evening. So, yeah, I'll be cooking tea, definitely. So, yeah, so you're cooking dinner, Barry. Uh, you, you're obviously, you're not doing sort of pies and things. I assume you're going traditional Christmas dinner. You're not going Wigan dinner. <laughs> oh, well, let's I mean, see. Just, just, just to well, that he's eating pies. Well, I don't know. No, no. What are you eating going on in Wigan? There's a bit of an oddity here because my wife's a vegetarian. Uh, oh, she's, oh, having, what? she's having brisket. <laughs> How does that work, Barry? Well, I, I, I ask her this quite quite regularly because she likes a bit of steak, she likes a bit of gammon, and she likes a bit of brisket, and she loves streaky bacon. But she's a vegetarian, so she'll she's be eating. Not, I don't want to break no, it. No, <laughs> I think she calls herself a, a flexitarian. Whatever. Oh, that is that mean? Mean? <laughs> That's what I tried to do to me in the first place. She said, "I'm a flexitarian." I thought, "Well, hey, this is good." But, uh, <laughs> She likes a bit of meat, but also a bit of corn as well. There we go. I've, I've just remembered today that I've not got my son-in-law and my son a Christmas present yet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just this is something I've done. And uh, it was my son's birthday a couple of weeks ago, and I bought him a bottle of whiskey for that, so I can't get him another because he's, no. he's told me. He stopped drinking. No, I don't believe that for one moment. <laughs> he stopped drinking right. in the full vegetarian, flexitarian sense of the yes, word. I was I say, just to get this right, you're buying teetotalers whiskey and your vegetarian wife brisket. I, yeah. I like the fact that you completely ignore people's life choices. It's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Evil Santa. <laughs> yes. Uh, earlier on in this podcast, we did actually, uh, you know, agree a vote, a very democratic uh, dish for uh, uh, for Christmas dinner. Can we just just cross reference with you on on some of these items as to whether they would be included or will be included? Uh, pigs in blankets. Yes, definitely. Excellent. Secondly, was more pigs in blankets. We'll take that as red. Stuffing and what variety of stuffing? I'm be- oh, cheating here. Aunt Bessie's frozen stuffing. I've already got it. <laughs> Good oh, man. I like it. Good Can't man. go wrong with Aunt Bessie. Okay, Good. but we, we will assume that Aunt Bessie is also taking taking kind of care of the potatoes, possibly. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to get um, some some little black jersey royal tights, but not jerseys because they're not out at the moment. So I'll have some of those, which I'll I'll uh, I'll boil uh, for about 15 minutes, serve them with parsley and butter, but I'll also roast a few of them as well in the skin so maybe add, add a bit of flavouring to them like a bit of curry sauce or something like that so it gives them a little um, <laughs> we, we departed no, we, we never, departed everyone we, we never we never mentioned curry sauce at our Christmas dinner we did oh, not I like that okay. I like okay. the no, I like this innovation like Harry we, we've, we've got to get we've got to get to the important ones here because let's face it the, the really contentious one was red cabbage should it be included oh. in a Christmas dinner or not definitely not beetroot thank you man Beetroot, yeah, think, yeah. Oh, beetroot's absolutely gorgeous. But red cabbage—it glides off your teeth. It's like eating plastic. It's horrible. You've got her started now. No, she's she's a red cabbage girl all day long. She loves red cabbage, but I can't stand it. You can't bite it. Your teeth slide off it when you try to take a bite. I get that with uh, halloumi cheese. It's like eating oh, yes. tires. It's, 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 it makes that noise in your head. It's awful. I like it, Lumi. I really like it. Oh, my God. It? All right, sprouts, but, Barry, sprouts. Yeah. yeah, definitely sprouts, yeah. The only time of the year I'll eat them, uh, but I'll have about 12, about 12 sprouts. <laughs> oh, grief. <laughs> your poor wife. Yeah. Yeah, she don't like them. Yeah. So I, I get one of those bags. Uh, Tesco's are doing sprouts, 15p, so we're having them. They're doing carrots, 15p, we're having carrots. Turnip, 15p, so we're having turnip. And they're doing parsnips for fifteen p. So that's oh, what we're having. This this is how yeah. this is how they do it in League One. You see, you you, you basically <laughs> turn around and go, I'm, I'm I'm prepared to have four vegetables, but only at a total cost of sixty p. Brilliant! Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that entirely. And we can understand why when you've already basically decided to allocate yourself twelve Brussels sprouts, why Mrs. Barry is going get on the red cabbage, get off the bloody sprouts. Really, very antisocial. Oh my word! Yeah. Oh my what about word. gravy? What type of gravy are you going for? Now, now, what a good question. What That's a good, good question, question, Barry, because I don't like gravy. Oh, I, I'm not a gravy oh, person, yeah. so I'm a, yeah, I'm a dry dinner man myself. Right. Of course you have gravy. I mean, what kind of ridiculousness is not having gravy? There was an advert for, for KFC the other day talking about Ultimate gravy. Fighting Chickens, yeah, and they yeah. do gravy. And my missus, having having heard us talk about things the other day, went, let Justin know. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let <laughs> him you. know that he, the thing he doesn't want is available. Barry, do you know what green water is? Um, oh, I've got a feeling I know about this. No. OK, so green water is basically all that is the pot that you cook all your vegetables and, and all of that. Ah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what you make your gravy out of. No, you yes. do not. No, you, you do, do not. Yes. <laughs> you I do not drink it. I still have the mental scarring. And I think I think everybody knows where I'm going to go here of my grandmother cooking cooking Christmas 
you know, dinner or, or a dinner of any form, right? Um, I was about 25 before I found out that broccoli was supposed to have form and not be kind of like <laughs> a natural puree. If we were eating it on a Sunday, she'd put it on the stove about March. You know, it was like, <laughs> what are you doing for crying out loud? And then all of the gravy, and I just couldn't say, it was just, it was awful. And then all the gravy would go into the, the uh, with, with that water and it would just be, oh, grim. No, no, that brings back oh. trauma. Trauma. Love it, love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm making my gravy with the brisket sauce. So cook the brisket <laughs> in, in beef stock, mushrooms, onions, oh. and uh, half a bottle of Malbec as well. <laughs> oh, wow, listen to this. That's where the gravy comes from. What you t- well, there you go. Well, you could just go, look, Merry Christmas, son. I've got you the scotch for your birthday, and uh, for, for your Christmas, I've made you some gravy. I mean, that's got a brilliant. I love that very much. Got Malbec in it. Yeah, brilliant. Let's wrap this up. Barry, as always, mate, it's a, it's a pleasure to speak to you on the podcast. We love having you on. So hopefully at some point it will be a competitive match again and we can talk about uh, about that. But uh, if not, listen, if we do another special, we'll, uh, we'll certainly have you on because it's always good to speak to you. Thank you very much, Barry from Wigan, for coming on our podcast. Thank you, mate. Justin, Pete, Carlos, thank you so much for having me. I've loved, loved every second of it and I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Have a great 2024 and Merry Christmas. Wonderful God stuff. Bless you. Wishing everybody that listens to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for sticking with us. See you in 2024. Um, 2023 has been great fun. We hope you are all having a great Christmas, even though I'm going to be as miserable as per normal because Christmas, the humbug. Have a great one. We'll see you in 2024. Just wanted to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for all your support and listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. And we're looking forward to seeing you in the new year. Love you guys. Much love. All the best. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.